Two sisters lived on separate sides of the states. One in NYC and the other LA. They both moved to Chicago and decided to stay. Now here's their playful podcast packed with Kid Lit Parlay. Children's books. Are they really that great? Talking children's books is with Kate and Fuse 8. Children's books. Why, what, and how? Fuse 8 and Kate will break it down for you now. All right, Kate. It's the number one question. Now that you are an Evanstonian, what is the number one product that Evanston produces and sells? Band-Aids. Nope. That was a weird one. Don't even know where that came from. Try again. Thumbtacks. Okay, I'll give you a hint. It falls from the sky. Birds. What? No. Bird, yeah. bird, yes. bird poop? No. It's, it's water, Kate. Water. We, uh, oh. we sell water to all the surrounding cities. Apparently, we make it super tasty from the lake as opposed to these other yahoos who don't even know how to do it so water is our and as a result this town is crazy about water and the mayor every year has a drinking water week art contest for the third graders it's a big deal kate it's a big big deal okay and uh what what third grader won the mayor's choice award this year who who could that have been i think it was yours it was me, Kate. No, it was my daughter. You're right. It yeah. was Kate. It was my daughter. My daughter won the Your daughter's mayor's not choice. named Kate. No. Um, yeah. I call her Kate all the time. You do. And I call you her name all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can only have so many women in my head that I'm related to in some way. So many blood relations. It's just... right. I'm honored. Yeah, that's okay. So what do we do on this podcast? Person who is actually Kate. Um, we drink water. Sure. And talk about bird poop. Nope. Talk about picture books. Picture books. That's right. And if they are good. And if they have bird poop. (laughs) Still no. (laughs) Or if they are bad. Um, These are books that are considered classics by many. Do we think they are classics? That is the entire central tension of the show. Yeah, I just give my opinion from five minutes ago, and you give your opinion from you've known this book for at least 20 years. <laughs> Not necessarily, well, maybe. But it, some of these are still new to me, too, actually. I'll just know they're a classic, but I won't know them that well. Today's book might be a good example of that. It's one that is considered by many teachers in particular a classic, uh, but I myself don't know very well. Now, my library is still closed. Um, we're in an eternal lockdown in the state of Illinois, mm-hmm. so I, I ain't going back to work. Nobody rather the rest of you people. But uh, that's okay, because we have ebooks, And specifically, we have me who buys the ebooks from the library <laughs> and abuses her power. So I'm going to pull this iPad out. Booda, 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 Mirandy and Brother Wind? By? Patricia C. McKissick? Illustrated by? Jerry Pickney? That's right. Pinkney? Have you ever heard of this one, Mirandy and Brother Wind? No. It's got many... Uh-uh. Shiny medals on uh, its cover. Uh-uh. No. Came out in 1988. But it looks like the Notorious B.I.G. is up in the clouds there. Totally looks like the Notorious B.I.G. is up in the clouds there. Actually, 1988 might not have been a coincidence, uh, but it probably was. Oh, yeah. Okay. If, if I had to guess. Okay. Would, that still would be really cool, though. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to take this little this e-book that all the kids are reading these days. And I will ease on out of this room. Sounds like a plan. While Kate does her read, let's do a little background information. Now, let's 
not do uh, Jerry Pinkney. We, we've done stuff on Jerry Pinkney before. Let's do a little background information on Patricia McKissick, uh, who sadly died about three years ago, almost exactly. She was one of the greats, I would say. She's got a lot of classic picture books, some of, and, and chapter books as well. You might have heard of Flossy and the Fox, The Dark Thirty. You might have heard of uh, Sojourner Truth, Ain't I a Woman? Or you might have heard of Going Someplace Special, which, if you have heard of that one, it's probably because you're a librarian, because librarians freaking love a book that's all about going to the library. Now, she started her career after she married her husband, Frederick. They made a lot of books together, particularly after his business tanked, and they were like, well, let's go all in on this whole children's book thing. And so they did, and as a result, She's gotten a Newbery Honors. She's gotten, I mean, she didn't technically get the Caldecott Honor, but come on, they don't give that to books that aren't written well. Uh, she's gotten the National Council of Teachers of English's Orbis Pictus Award. She's been a Boston Globe Horn Book Award winner, an NAACP Image Award winner. Uh, and then she received the Coretta Scott King Virginia Hamilton Award for Lifetime Achievement alongside with Frederick. So she's pretty accomplished. You should know her. And we're back. Yes. Hello. Hello. I read a book. You did. Good for you. I read an e-book. An e-book. Not our first e-book. Probably not our last e-book. But this was extraordinary. Is that what E stands for? Excellent. Oh. Enormous. I was really wondering what the third one was going to be, but I wanted to watch you <laughs> dig your own grave for yourself. Thanks, Betsy. Yeah. All right, tell me about this book. Even before you get into the story, it has an author's note oh, kind right. of explaining what a cakewalk is because hey. I had no idea. I thought it was just like, it was like a musical chairs sort of thing. Yeah, like at a school carnival. Yeah, yeah. Where there's like, and, and then whoever and then you never win. To like, you know, get the chair or yeah. whatever, they get a cake. Yes. Apparently that's not the... Not the official cakewalk. Original right. way it was done. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, that was the original way it was done. Well, in the author's note, it explains that back in the day, couples would dance around a large square, keeping in time with fiddle and banjo music. Mm-hmm. And as the dancers went by, they would do these flamboyant kicks and complicated swirls and turns. And then they would be judged on appearance, grace, precision, and originality of moves. And whoever won, you know, took home a cake. Awesome. That was a cakewalk. Okay. I had no idea. No, because it's usually like a musical chairs thing that we, right. we so know. Right, so I'm very as, yeah. thankful that this author's note kind of explained that because I wouldn't have known otherwise. Right. So it starts off in the springtime with Brother Wind coming back. And it says, it was spring, but I'm looking at these illustrations and it is like in full bloom. Well, so it's... So, the South, right? right? So I was okay. thinking, this definitely has to be the South, because right. no way in the world, in like northern U.S., is there going to be this many flowers in bloom in, in the like spring, yeah. March. You know? By the way, <laughs> I'm giving myself extra points for doing a very springy book uh, in the spring, which I did not realize until this very moment. Congratulations. Patting on the backing of me. Well done, you. Woohoo! <laughs> but... <laughs> As I said in the beginning, like, this story gets very interesting if you think of the wind as Biggie Smalls. <laughs> it just takes a whole different, like, turn. Yeah. It's, uh, but it's very entertaining. Oh, good. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. I, think so. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if anyone else sees it that way, but that's yeah. at least how I interpreted it. Mm-hmm. The way the ebook 
is, is that it will take, it will kind of zoom in on a photo. And then when you go to like the next page, it'll show the entire photo. Oh, that's weird. And then below it, you know, it'll show again. That completely throws off the entire experience. Yeah. Well, it's like it gives you a preview of what's to come. Because you can't zoom in. Right. So it's like you're going to want to know about this. You're going to want to know about this itty bitty little part focusing on these characters. And then when you flip the page, it shows the entire photo. It's like when reading Rainbow would read a book and it would like concentrate on one thing and then would like pull back slowly yeah, in kind yeah, of yeah. a Ken Burnsy way exactly to show you the whole thing. Here. So this is the reading rainbow in of a book. Yes. Yeah. Slips trippingly off the tongue it does. <laughs> so it's, it's, it's a cute story though because um, the main character wants to do the junior cakewalk, but she wants a partner, someone who's really, you know, good at dancing. Mm-hmm. And she says, oh, well, I want Brother Wynn to be my partner. But her mother explains the only way you can get Brother Wynn to do what you want is to catch him. Which Like a leprechaun. How you catch the wind, it ain't easy. No. Which is what we learn, is that, uh, you, you know. It, oh, it might be a good idea to mention at this point, everyone in this book is black, correct? Yes. Okay, good. Just, I feel that's an important thing to mention at some point here. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah, okay. if you haven't seen the book before. Yes. Right. Everyone, and they do confirm later on that this is the South. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, and they're all African American. And I can't really distinguish the time period. I think it's early 1900s. I would agree that clothing looks more early Well, and also 1900s. the author's note explains, like, the, you know, when she was explaining the cakewalk, she has a photo, like, one of her favorite photographs is of her grandma and and grandfather from I think 1906. Oh, okay. So that would do it. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Oh, that's perfect then. Yeah. yeah. That would that would story checks out. Okay. So right, we're 1906. We have this girl named Randy who wants to do the junior cakewalk. She needs a partner. She decides I'm gonna catch the wind, mm-hmm. like you do. Like you do. This is all in watercolor. Yeah. Which is remarkable because there's so many little details like. The shadowing on Brother Wind, like, you know, even though you know, he's all in, like, blue and white and translucent, you know, because he's wind. Sure. But he's got shadows on him. There's, like, um, you know, little tiny bunnies that you wouldn't notice because of the, you know, Aww, but they're, like, the in bunny. the corner. And the, but the watercolor is gorgeous. And we've seen him once before on this show, Jerry Pinkney. Uh, do you remember Sam and the Tigers? Which was sort of a, a little black Sambo, but more... Like he had a, like a, he was had, a, it was the good one. <laughs> oh. It was like a reimagining of, of Little Black Sambo, but, but where he had a lot more power, I think, as a kid and, and it got rid of all the racist elements. Mm. Okay. So that was also Jerry Ping. It's the only other time we've done. Yeah. Uh, Ping. Okay. okay. Bye. So- <laughs> bye, 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 bye. So she's talking to um, this clumsy boy named Ezel. I think that's how you pronounce it. E-Z-E-L. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Sure. And she's talking to him, you know, and he's like, well, so who are you going to dance with? And she's like, well, I'm going to capture the wind. You know, it's it's sure. good work. She's, she tries doing it by putting down um, pepper so that uh, in the wind's footsteps, and then when the wind sneezes, she would put the blanket or a, a quilt over him, and that's how she would capture That sounds like a surefire plan. I don't see how that could You know, happen. I'm not going to argue with her. <laughs> exactly. It's not like I'm an expert I mean, I haven't how seen to the catch quilt. the wind. No, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, I'm tried. So she tries doing that, but I mean, it doesn't work. He just, you know, goes it's away. Like, See ya. And so then Izella's like, hmm, well, 
I think I told you that wind doesn't leave footprints. And so she is like, oh, okay, well, thanks. Um, so are you going to go and ask that uh, this girl or Linda, you know, to dance? And he's like, well, I asked her. And she's like, you know, I don't care. It's, <laughs> it's such like a cute, like, you know, when, yeah, yeah, yeah. when you like a boy and they like you, but you're like playing but hard By to get. God, you cannot possibly let him know in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, it's really Ever. She's like, whatever. I'm just going to... Shut up. Shut up. I'm going to get the wind. Yeah. So wind she, at this point, she goes to visit Miss Poinsettia. And at this point in the story, I am hooked. I am like, <laughs> yes. I don't know. Like This story, really, it's it's got a lot of different things going on. This part of the story, it got me. I'm like, I'm in. I'm 100% All right. in. All right. Miss Poinsettia is... She's not one of those, and it says she's not one of those, quote, for real conjure women like the ones in New Orleans. So I'm like, oh. But mm. but they don't want to um, doubt her just in case, like. Yeah, you, you don't want to get her on bad side. Right. Yeah. So she asks Miss Poinsettia, can you help me come up with a potion to catch Brother Wind? And so she comes up with something, and in, in exchange for payment, Miss Poinsettia actually gives her scarves and says, when you dance, wear these scarves. Which I was like, I want Miss Poinsettia in my life Heck to give yeah. me scarves. Like, <laughs> nice looking scarves. Like, that's really nice. Huh. So she, like it says, like the conjure spell said, she found a crock bottle. What is a crock bottle? I literally do not know. I was wondering if it was one of those kind of like, you know how those Like a old- crock pot? Or, or, well, yeah, I mean, I was thinking, like, you know, those old jugs, you know, the that material. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that what? I, I don't know. know what that is. So, listeners. If you know what a crock bottle is, it's a bottle of crock. E- e- oh, I'm sorry. Email us. Email us instead at fusecade8 at gmail.com. Yeah, we need help. We, we, we have no idea what this is. <laughs> no, no. And we're too lazy to research it. Yep. yep. So, <laughs> I'm just going with it, man. So All she's, right. She found a crack bottle, she washed it, she poured in a measure of cider, and then she left it by this tree, huh. and was just, and apparently Wind, who is like very into the smell of cider, he jumps into the bottle. Oh, that seems sh- short-sighted on his part. Well, that's what I thought too, Miranda. Yeah, yeah. She, you know, puts the cork on, and she's like, boom, gotcha. But then she looks up, and no, he somehow got out of the bo- bottle, is laughing, and vanishes. I, think, I feel like that's an Anansi thing. Like, isn't there an Anansi story where he has to capture the wind, and so he has, like, a gourd, and he put... Anyway, I feel like that has a has longer uh, legs on it as a folktale than just this, but... Hmm. I don't know. Well, she tried, it didn't work, and, of course, you know, her, her, her crush <laughs> is like, hmm... So how'd that go? Yeah. And he says, and he laughs, looks like you're going to need a partner. (laughs) (laughs) He's just waiting for his moment. She's like, you're laughing, but just you wait. I'm going to catch him. Mm -hmm. And she goes off in a huff, which I'm like, yeah, girl, (laughs) you're stubborn just like me. I like it. It's like the beginning of the Oklahoma musical. (laughs) So she goes into, or she, she's going by the barn where Brother Wind is in the barn, and he's, you know, causing a ruckus. He's, mm. you know, he's, he's got all these chickens, you know, going about. He's, there's hay going everywhere. <laughs> but I love the picture of Mirandi as she's watching Brother Wind kind of, you uh-huh, know, move uh-huh. all this stuff around, because it's just kind of this face of, ooh, ooh. 
<laughs> because she immediately slams the door mm-hmm. of the barn and she's like, gotcha now. Yeah. Because her father had stuffed all the cracks in the oh, barn. Oh, so very nice. No way to now escape. No, wait, did she close the door with herself in there? <laughs> no, no, no. She's, okay, she's so okay. she's going to have to talk to him through the barn door or something. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So she she slams the door. He's stuck in there. She's like, I got you. Now you have to do whatever I say. Well, now it's the time of the junior cakewalk. Right? Oh, boy. Oh, they haven't even practiced. <laughs> no. Nope. No All practice. right. So much for that. We're there. All right. Junior cakewalk is happening. Wow. <laughs> Everyone is dressed in their Sunday best. Mm. And she's there with Orlinda, who, you know, <laughs> yeah. That I don't like that girl. And, uh, and... Orlinda asked Mirandy, so who's your partner going to be? And she, you know, she's trying to be real coy. She's mm-hmm. like, he's really special. Yeah, you've heard. You, you, you might have heard of him. And she's like, well, you know, I wish you. And he's all, look, you know, mm-hmm. we're going to win, but good luck. Yeah. And Orlinda's like, I wouldn't dance with him. Are you crazy? Like, this boy is super clumsy. Why? And she's just ragging on Porizel. Ooh. And I just feel so bad. And Mirandy feels bad, too. She's like, don't you Make fun of my friend. <laughs> We're going to win. So she, in that moment, decides, oh, crap. I now have to dance with this kid. Oh, shoot. <laughs> um, but I've already... That was his plan all along. But, but I was going to, you know, she's she's thinking in her head, but I, I, I caught Brother Wind. I'm mm. supposed to be dancing with Brother Wind so I can win. But now I just said that I'm going to dance with Ezel because he was getting made fun of by this girl who is nothing. Can he possess Ezel? Well, she goes to the barn door, which is like shaking almost off of its hinges, yeah. and says, Poor chickens. I'm, I'm ready for my right. Yeah. Like terrorized <laughs> chickens the whole time. These traumatized <laughs> chickens. <laughs> yeah. We're going to have to go through We've like, not been fed, I should say. Yeah. Probably you're going to have to go through years of therapy. Also, how did she explain this to her parents? Can you go uh, feed the chickens? So I can't. <laughs> I have a good um, reason, and I can't tell you why. <laughs> But she goes to Brother Wind and says, I'm ready for my wish. And she whispers it through the door and then hurries off to find Ezel to go back. Well, she doesn't open the door? I mean, it doesn't. Might, I don't know. I mean, it doesn't. It's just as she, she whispered it. So okay. maybe she opened the door. And then opened the door, all right. Yeah. So she finds Ezel. And, well, it says, weeks passed and still rich folk talk about how Miranda and Ezel had won the junior cakewalk. And I'm like, wait, what? Wait, 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 what just happened? What? Did you skip did, a page? It, that's what I thought. I'm, yeah. like, I'm like scrolling. I'm like, did wait, I miss something? Wait, wait, wait. No, no, they explain, you know, that, that night they they danced around the corners with style and grace and the, and they arched their backs and kicked up their heels and and I'm like, what? Oh, what? What? <laughs> wait, 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 how, so, wait, so, th- that's how it ends is that, you know, they're, they, they win the cake walk. Right. She's got the scarves on her I'm wrist. sorry, we don't have a picture of the cake? Because that would be my whole No picture of the thing. cake. See, nope. That, as a kid, I would have been crazy about but that. But I'm thinking, like, wait, did did she ask the wind to teach Izzel how to dance? Or is he blowing them all around? Did, is Izzel possessed with the wind? Is it does all look like, like he's a, possessed. Yeah. Is this like a Whoopi Goldberg and ghost sort of thing? <laughs> where, like... Brother Wynn, like, came into his own body. Like, he just breathed in a little too deep, yeah. I don't know. But it sure looks like that picture there, where the wind's swirling all around both of them, looks like he has a hand in this. 
Well, in the end, it says uh, the the last. Can I, I can read the last line, right? Oh, sure. Okay, so it says when Grandma Beasley had seen Mirandy and Azel turning and spinning, moving like shadows in the flickering candlelight, she'd thrown back her head, laughed, and said, "Them chillin' is dancing with the wind." Now it doesn't say how they're dancing with the wind. Technical details we don't need to get into. Yeah, it's, sure. It's however you want to interpret it. I guess. Right. Yes. Yes. If you want to think about wind possession, go for it. If it's more of a marionette situation, but it did that's get me okay. thinking. Like, if you wanted to, if you catch the wind and you get a wish, like what happens oh, yeah. when you catch a shadow? Uh, I think it could be kind of fun to think of, like, what could happen if you could catch the unattainable. You know? You know what that is? Huh? That's a good idea for a picture book. Oh, catching different things to get different types of wishes. Right. That would be a good picture book. I would read that picture book. I would too. All right, we're in a picture book. Awesome. I trademarked it. Darn it! <laughs> <laughs> All right, background information. Uh, this basically got good reviews when it came out. Basically. Um, well, I'll explain. So School Library Journal used your favorite descriptor uh, for reviews because they said it had sultry watercolor washes. In a sultry watercolor. Sul- I'm sorry, I didn't say that right. Thank right. you. Sultry watercolor washes <laughs> in a realistic flowing style. It is realistic and flowing. Yes. Yeah. Spread luxuriously. Inappropriate use of sultry, And consistently but okay. <laughs> over every two pages. Yeah. However, Publishers Weekly was not pleased with the book. It said, as a story, however, it had proved somewhat disappointing. What? After the colorful description of cakewalking in the author's note and the anticipation created through Mirandi's own eagerness, the brief and rather static scenes portraying the dance itself are a letdown. <laughs> however, it then proceeded to win a Caldecott honor. Good. And the Coretta Scott King Award for Illustration. So clearly... But it won something for the story, right? For the writing? No? No, but it's really hard for writers of picture books to win anything. Uh, they don't. The only thing for the writing they could really get would be the Newbery, and that tends to go to novels. Hmm. So, no, it didn't write anything for the, for the writing, but it is, as I say... School teachers freaking love this book. I know for this for a fact, um, and it is still popular to this day. So, ratings? Uh, ratings time. Ratings time for any time. Who do you want to go first? I gave it a 7.5. That's a nice number. I have clearly never heard of this book. No, you have never encountered it before. <laughs> but I, I really like the story. I like the illustrations. I like the idea I, I think you could do more with it, like with your kids outside of the book. Like, okay, you know, how would you catch the wind? You know, and you could think of fun, like creative activities mm-hmm. and eat cake. Yes. Who doesn't like cake? Seriously. And I, dancing. If there was any flaw in this, it was it was the lack of cake. But <laughs> I'm just saying. It's true. We never do see We never see a single like. cake in this book. Yeah. If you win a cake, I want to see the cake. Yeah. All right. So for that reason, I'm going to be a little lower than you. I'll be a seven. Uh, because I think the lack of cake is hard to overlook. Uh, Jerry Pinkney, by the way, still going strong. He he is quite old, uh, but he is still illustrating. He did a book about Martin Luther King last year called A Place to Land that I was convinced was going to get some kind of Caldecott honor. Didn't get a darn thing. But uh, he's he's won the Caldecott Award for other books, which someday we may or may not get to. Okay. But uh, yeah, seven. Definitely a classic. Definitely a classic. Good. One of the more... Certain classics we've had in a while. I'm happy with this. All right, now let's talk about letters. Specifically, letters about frozen mice. What? I will explain. 
Remember the last book we did, A Time to Keep by Tasha Tudor? Yeah. Well, I had a bit of a Twitter conversation uh, with a KLB Barsotti who says, I think she was fascinating. This would be Tasha Tudor. Ah. But I can never think of Tasha Tudor without the mice on ice in her freezer. To which I said, Ugh. tell me more. What? I then did that little gif of Jon Stewart with the popcorn. Like, <laughs> what? What? Tell me more. And so she did. She said, dang it, I cannot find the book in my collection, but I found this. Harry Davis describes how she endeavored to perfect her observations using real animals as her models. When live models aren't available, Tasha uses carefully preserved dead animals kept in a basement freezer. Her mouse morgue frequently contains as many as a dozen occupants. She sometimes prefers these models to live ones because... When partially thawed, she can pose them in various positions. Oh my god! In addition to mice on ice, she has a variety of frozen birds, including an owl that posed for many years. All of her animals, alive or dead, appear over and over in her work. And she has many sketchbooks devoted entirely to one species or breed. Anyway, I thought that was a rather genius solution, if creepy, to posing critters. Oh my gosh, I just pictured a freezer of dead corgis. I don't think she would have done it with the corgis. I think you can pose a corgi easier than you can a mouse. Like, you can tell a corgi to stay, but you can't tell a mouse to stay. I'm sure the corgis were fine. And I I mentioned that um, there was a book that won the Newbery Honor last year called Scary Stories for Young Foxes, where Beatrix Potter's taxidermy, done for very similar reasons, is, is a horror moment in that book. And... Uh, Yes, and then she responded, You're welcome. I am a sucker for eccentric processes and illustration. Did Potter use taxidermy only or also thawable carcasses? Stares at Freezer. <laughs> My pet rats may be worried right now. <laughs> so, that's the only letter we got, but boy, is it a doozy. That's really gross. Frozen Well, that's ice. not true. We did get a letter from Mom who said that apparently oh, right. I used to read... A time to keep to her when I was a kid, but I don't remember this. This and, is true. She did say this. And that apparently when she would, you know, start dozing off, I would check in with her and be like, did you hear what I just said? <laughs> um, I'm afraid this is very close to what happens. When, except we will fall asleep reading to our kids. We don't usually have them read to us. Well, apparently I didn't time. like being read to, which... You preferred to do the reading. Apparently. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's sort of you taking the bull by the horns. Apparently. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, but it is super easy to fall asleep at that point when the kid is like reading to, or my problem is I will read to the kids, but then I will start to dream. And when you do that, <laughs> it comes out in what you're saying. And the kid will be like, mommy, why did you just talk about the king eating the mountain molehill? I'll be like, oh, I was falling asleep. There. Like, okay, so yes, but you, I like your method better. <laughs> Grown up things we like. So I did a virtual game night with some friends on Cinco de Mayo. Mm -hmm. Highly recommend margaritas. Mm -hmm. Um, We played categories, but we did it through a website, which I highly recommend because it's free and why not? Um, If you go to swellgarfo.com slash scategories. So S-W-E-L-L-G-A-R-F-O dot com slash scategories. And then you, you know, you're doing a Zoom meeting. You can share your screen so others can see. It pops up the letter, the categories, and a timer. So you're all seeing the same thing. Um, you know, you don't have to have the actual physical game. 
which is great because the first time we tried playing categories, we had a different version than them. And so like two out of the 12 categories were different, which was strange. That's very strange. Anyway, so yeah, if you want to do virtual game nights with, you know, family or friends, swellgarfo.com slash categories, and then do a Zoom meeting so you can share your screen. Super easy. Highly recommend it. That is a very good socially distanced recommendation. Thank you. That's very nice. Well, uh, we're recording this before Mother's Day. Yes. Uh, but this will play after Mother's Day. Yes. But I'm going to do a Mother's Day recommendation. Okay. Our mother... Every day is Mother's every Day. Every day is Mother's Day. Now, your mom and my mom published uh, a poem in the site Escape Into Life. This was this is uh, called the name of her poem is it's about her own mother so this is very appropriate and I think that's why they published it just now and the name of the poem is geomagnetic reversal and my mother's ethnoid bone which as poem titles go is two thumbs way way up <laughs> I had a hard time even reading that out loud <laughs> it's like, fantastic that's a lot of big words <laughs> it's a lot of big words it's about how her mom had no sense of direction uh, fun fact I think it's genetic. Yep. <laughs> yep. Uh, but I think she may give some actual scientific reasoning behind it. So anyway, people should definitely check that out. I will include a link in the show notes. Cool. Cool. Well, happy Mother's Day to you. Happy Mother's Day to you, person who's not a mother. Nope. I am. I got fur baby. You got a fur baby. Yeah. He was super excited to see me when I came he over, was. by the way. He was very excited. He, he, he wagged his little nubbin as much as he could. And he was cat, so happy. And the cat's sleeping somewhere. So. And the cat's <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, until another day that is not Mother's Day, I have been Betsy. I'm Kate. Bye. Fusing Kate is a Fuse number eight production. You can reach us at FuseKate8 at gmail.com. You can follow our podcast on Twitter at Fuse underscore Kate. You can follow us on Instagram at Fuse8Kate. That's Fuse number 8 Kate. Follow us on iTunes and rate our podcast if you're so inclined. Our music is by Haddon Kime and our cakewalker is Drew Atienza. Fuse 8 and Kate is a creation of Kate Ramsey and Betsy Bird. <laughs>